All right. Thank you for listening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Release the Quacken. Um, we are here talking about week 26 of our marathon training and what's coming up on week 27. And joining us tonight, we have the normal cast and crew of the Ducks. We got Lonnie, Jody, Gene, and Kevin. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. good. And then we have somebody who probably doesn't need any introduction, but I'm sure G or Lonnie will give them an introduction. We have our special friends tonight, Mr. Scotty G and his sidekick, Mr. Mike Rallman from the BR Guest Podcast. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. I really appreciate you all having us tonight and talk about some some marathon training, something that I've been really passionate about this this time of year. You know, <laughs> yeah, excited to be here too and uh, talk some Run Disney. I mean, it is around the corner. It's like the monster in the closet. It's going to come out and get us here soon. And no, it's going to be fun and uh, excited to be on. And I appreciate the opportunity to, to come on the show. So, Lonnie, do you know some of the accolades that these people that we're speaking with tonight have? What are some of the things that they've done? You know what? The list is so long, but let me just rattle off a couple of them. Over 2,200 podcasts recorded, uh, voted top 50 podcasts by their peers in the community, and multiple dopey finishers. And put some respect on Scotty's name. It's hashtag, hashtag Scotty G, not just Scotty G. Hashtag Scotty G and Mike Rom. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thanks for having us. And thanks for getting that. Thanks for correcting Jeff. You know, like. People just think like, oh, he just put the pound symbol. No, it's not pound. It's hashtag. It's hashtag Scotty G. Thank you very much. The one and, and, and Lonnie, I know you like to put the IE. I like the IE too. So any way you want to do Scotty is acceptable. I'm just saying. Very you nice. got it, Chip. We are excited. You know, that, for, for the historical record, you heard it here first. <laughs> Let's so, talk. Let's go. So, Jody, what did we have on schedule for week 26? That. Yeah. Um, Week 26 was thankfully a lot better than week 25. If you're following the Dopey Galloway plan, we had our two normal 45-minute runs and a, only a six-mile run, which was much nicer than last week. So for those of you who don't know, we usually do these on Sunday night. So we do them live and they come out Sunday more or Sunday night, Monday mornings. Um, we're actually recording this one a little early because Christmas and trying to get everybody together. So we're actually doing this one midweek. Um, Speaking for myself, I'm pretty sure I'm not doing any of those runs this week. So <laughs> I am fully into taper. I'm not sure about the rest of you guys. We're Tuesday night, so maybe one of you got something done already. What are you guys thinking of this week? I, I did it all. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, yeah, after you, you... I, so I'm actually going to go off plan. So I love the Galloway plan. Like in my early years of marathon training, I followed that thing to a T. That was like a lifesaver for me to get that boost of confidence I needed for you know race day. Now that I've had some marathons under my belt, I'm a little more casual with the training. But I'll tell you, this time of year, like I start getting nervous. I haven't hit that mileage I want. So I am going to shoot for an eight to 10 miler this week. I, forget that six mile business. I'm going to go for an eight yeah. to 10 this week. So how casual have you been through this training cycle? <clears throat> um, I think four miles might have been my longest run so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, That's it has, casual. <laughs> it has not That's been not uh, casual. Yeah, it's not been ideal. Um, I can talk about some of my strategies I'm going to have for race day because I think I'm just going to have to count on my experience and my my knowing of the course and just I always preach this, but my mental toughness. I, you know, physically, yes, the the challenge is tough, but I think mentally it's just as challenged. So I just get locked in. I'm there. I'm down there for business. I know what I got to do, and I can hit my mark. I should be able to hit my marks just uh, just on my mental toughness. That's impressive. That is strong, no doubt. Yeah, he, wow. He 
Yeah. <clears throat> don't, so, I don't recommend I, it. I, I don't yeah. recommend it to anyone. <laughs> well, this will be my first time not being able to go through the entire training cycle myself. So I've, I think on the last episode I said my last run was the first week of December. So this week I'm going to try to actually get some runs in. I may try to do like Scotty, you, you just said, do a little bit longer than the six this weekend. Next week, take it easy. I'll be down in Florida. So uh, visiting family. So just going to be doing a little bit of running there. Try to get used to the heat, maybe a little bit. We'll see. So good strategy. I'm going to take like it that. easy. Um, this will be my, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous too with not having, this will be the first time I haven't done the complete training cycle. And so it's, it's great to hear others that have kind of done that same thing and um, been successful. So it makes me feel a little bit better. So. Mike, I assume you're, you're going to be busting out the half marathon, nine to 13 miles every day on the treadmill every morning. Is that <laughs> this, this year has been really messed up because, you know, in the past few years, what I've done is just run 13 every day, just and never gone farther. And that gets me fine for dopey. I mean, even because I just never go past 13, but I consistently do 13. So I'm usually in pretty good shape. Now this year in the fall, late summer, I had a knee injury where, I mean, it always kind of, na- it was always a nagging thing but had an MCL issue, had a meniscus mm. issue and had, couldn't even really run or walk for about a month. And that mm. killed me to not be able to run. Cause I do this. this is, I just got to get every day started with some kind of physical activity because I hate, I have a job where I sit at a computer and I just don't want to be a person who doesn't have physical activity. Cause I used to be a school teacher. I was up around my classroom all the time. I had to go up mm. for recess duty. I'd play kickball with the kids, you know, every, I was always doing stuff. I want to be a PE major to start out. So I was always, you know, busy playing sports my whole life. So, you know, I always try to start every day off with activity. Well, what I've moved into, because my wife has gotten on me, she says, it's not normal to run 13 miles every day. Like your body is going to break down at some point. Well, that happened. And she was, you know, told you so. So the compromise are always correct. There are, there are. And so the compromise I came up with coming out of, you know, going to the knee specialist and going to physical therapy and all this other stuff in the, you know, in early September, mid September is that I'm still doing stuff seven days a week, every morning as I get up, but I'm only running four days a week and I'm running 12, right around 11 and a half, 12 miles. I'm cutting it. I don't know why it's just a time <laughs> thing, but I'm cutting it back to about 12 miles, four times a week. And then I walk nine miles the other three days. But what I do throughout the day is on those walk days, I walk, I, I'm averaging since September, either running or walking 20 miles a day. So I think I'll get there. Wow. I've consistently done 20 miles a day for about four months. I think you'll be all right. I think I'll get there. On Sunday. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm super competitive though. Okay. And here's the thing. Like I, I, I want to be able to, my thing is I, I'm just, I played sports my whole life. My, my daughter works in sports. She works in basketball, college basketball, we just we talk about strategy and winning and doing our best all the time and exactly what Scott said it's everything is mental mm-hmm. and when I get out there I want to finish of course right but I also know what my times have been in the past and I just don't want to slip and I know it's inevitable right because every year you do it you're getting older you've got more miles on your knees you've got more miles on your feet it's going to happen I mean you know it's like I'm not getting any younger so I know it's going to happen but I think that's that physical and mental challenge of you know, some people go down and have a good time during the races, and I love that. But I'm also, I've just grown up where I want to give my best effort in everything I do. And it's hard for me to cut loose and go, well, I'm okay just to finish. You know, it, it, that, that's fine. But I just, I'm super competitive when I get out there. I know that's how my mind's going to work. So 
I've put in the miles walking more and we'll see how the walking thing goes. That's kind of been my plan this year, but we'll, we'll find out a lot of walking around the lake here where I live. Good. Um, I know you're competitive because last year when we were running the full, we were coming into Tim and I were coming into animal kingdom and you were coming out of animal kingdom. And we're like, there goes Mike. <laughs> you were, you were up at the very beginning and we're like, man, he's smoking us. So you were, you were out there pretty fast. We'll see. We'll see. I, just, I I always want to give my best effort and it's going to catch up to me because I'm not fast. I just, you know, I, I take it to the, I, I push it to the max. You know, I used to be a speed skater, hockey player, baseball player. I played all kinds of competitive sports and it's just, I think it's really hard for some people to turn that off. And the fun thing, you know, the thing about run Disney is it is a fun environment. It's really not a competitive environment, but I, I th- and I really, I know that there's something wrong with how my brain works. It's different than most people because I should be down there just to have fun. I, I get it. Cause I see everybody in the monorail, you know, seven people running like a monorail and people like Skyliners, you know, and all the fun costumes, getting all the pictures at every stop, man, I'm, I'm loving all those people doing that. Like I just, I, I've never stopped for a picture during a run Disney race in my life. Cause I'm scared. I've missed five minutes off my time, you know, and I don't like, I'm not gonna qualify for Boston or the Olympics or anything. I, I'm I, I, something's wrong with my brain. I just got to give my best effort every time. So there's just different people in the world. And that's just how I've been programmed i think but but yeah. let me tell you about this guy my sidekick though he will hold back for his buddy though so like my first marathon of all time you know like mike was doing dopey i was doing the full like i was out there cheering him for the first three races and then we're having dinner at olivia's the night of the half the morning before the marathon he's like so scotty g like i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna hold back with you tomorrow like i want to coach you during the full marathon like i'm gonna because he's done it before so he's like i know where the most challenging parts of the race are you know we're just going to go together we're just going to have like a five hour five and a half hour talk you know and that was great like because i know mike wanted to be out there trying to break four hours i don't think he's done that yet but i know he tries as he was just saying like he's so competitive but you know what what was awesome that year he just like i don't even care about my time i just want to hang out with my buddy so i know he's got it in him to hold back um so and he's a, he's an awesome running teammate so mike kudos man I appreciate that. I mean, that was, that was probably my favorite run too, because we, we did dopey together. I did it with my daughter, my oldest daughter, almost killed her because she wanted to quit. But <laughs> um, I think got a shin splint that was a, in a boot the next day, but you know, it, those are the best races. But again, I think, you know, it, it, it's a balance. And I think maybe a lot of your listeners are kind of having that same battle. Like, do mm-hmm. I, you know, go pedal to the metal? Or do I enjoy the experience and take it all in because you're paying a lot of money, you know, it's kind of stupid not to get pictures on the course when they have all these great pictures or enjoy the entertainment, enjoy those people that are around you. Cause you're down there with so many friends. It's, it's a balancing act. And you know, I just, my scale goes to one side when I get down there just because of how I was, how I was raised, I think. And uh, I'm hoping I can kind of find a little more balance in the future in these races. You know, I'm still trying to find the best balance for myself. So how Scott, many, is that? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Kevin. If Mike was going to ask, he would die because we do seven hours. So not even the five hours, Mike. You probably would be like, I'm, I'm, no. I, I can't take it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I see you guys. It, but here's the thing. I see you guys on the course all the time. Like, and you guys are having a blast. You're like a rolling party. You're okay. So yeah, I, yeah. What yeah. I consider you guys, like, so we live where we live in Missouri. There's about 20 miles down the road. There's a bunch of wineries. And so down the state highway, there's always these people rent these buses, right? These party buses. So nobody has to drive. And so they, you know, take them out to the wineries <laughs> and come back and we see them all the time in the summer and the fall. You guys are like the rolling 
winery party bus. <laughs> Except the kind that you have to pedal because we're out of that. And you know what? And I love that. Like it fills my heart when I see you guys because you guys are enjoying the the fellowship, the company, the experience. You're taking it in. You're going to get so many great pictures. You know, here I, I'm miserable. I mean, really, I am. Like, I mean, you know, I'm like pushing myself to where I'm in pain. You know, it's like, but I feel like when I get done, if I don't push myself, I'll have regrets. So I, again, it's a mental, that's why I like running though, because it is, it gives you lots of challenges and obstacles to overcome. And it makes you think about what are your goals? You know, and I love, I love challenges in life and running is an ultimate mind game, constant mind game. You know, do I quit? Do I go on? Is this pain too much? Is it not enough? You know, kind of things like that. If you would have saw us about the Coronado last year, we weren't a party bus. Wow. <laughs> we were a very sad bus going through that stretch of road. Yeah, yeah. like a mash, mash unit. Yo, yo, I, did you just have to remind me of that stretch by Coronado? Because Western was, Way, I, I hate oh. Western Way. I mean, oh. I love Coronado, but like every time I drive oh. around there, like I just can't. Oh. I get, I, I start thinking about the marathon. Oh <laughs> don't wanna, yeah, don't want to see that again. No. <laughs> and, and if I never see the Blizzard Beach party, oh buddy, my gosh, that's the worst. Oh. I was like, oh, we're going to Blizzard Beach. No, we're not running a 150 degree parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to come out and see people laying on the ground blazing heat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, when did this turn into an episode of MASH? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It kind of makes you want to go back to the old running around the the sports complex. ESPN. Right. right. That's better than going in the heat of the, you know, that parking lot. So back back in the day, and I don't know if any of you guys ran this race, there was a race that I ran. Where you ran through the woods, it it, yeah. ESPN. it was like a Halloween yeah. race. It was uh, it was the Twilight Zone tire terror, I think. So you you went in like, and you just turned right off the road, down a dirt path into the trees, and you ran through the woods back yeah. in ESPN, like with lights set up back in there for about oh, yeah. a mile. That's how the first Star Wars race was. It was the Star Wars race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Star Wars at- race. Right as you came through ESPN, you came right yeah. down that same trail. Yeah, I look back at that and I'm like. We actually did that. Like Disney let us run through the woods. I mean, yeah, no cool. ability, but it was awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I was not a fan of why roll the sports, but looking back at it now, I mean, it's <laughs> way more entertaining. You got like fight songs playing. Yeah. And- yeah. You get to run yeah. on the track. You got the yeah. jumbo track. You do. Yeah. I mean, you did through. touch every square inch of that you facility. You really did. <laughs> Part I every hate inch. When you had to when you had to run the balance beam in the gym, like that yeah. was the worst part. But yeah, well, well, well they made you, the problem was they made you do handstands. Like, like I yeah. sign up for that. Well, no, yeah. the worst part was when they made you put on the leotard. I was oh, like, yeah, that's oh, that's right. I mean, that's when we got a lot of our photos, though. <laughs> <laughs> for, for for the Patreon for Mike, you gotta spend a lot. You gotta be a like level like platinum. You know, that's like a diamond or something. Yeah. So, how many marathon weekends have you guys done? Oh, uh, my first one was twenty uh, sixteen, I think. So all of them since then. So hey, Mike, first, I, Mike's up one on me, I think. Right? Actually, my first one was two thousand eight. Two thousand no two thousand six. Oh, yeah seven or eight something like that i ran the half a few times but my first marathon was 2015 but i just i ran just the half a bunch of times before that well not a bunch but probably three or four times before that so what is it that keeps you guys coming back year after year after year after year to put yourself through all this i would say for me it's just it's the friends right and well okay there's a couple things the thing that got me going before any of the podcast stuff got bigger is the escape right in January, getting out of St. Louis, going to Florida for a weekend. I mean, typically the weather's better. There have been weekends where it's not been great. It's been we, the one year 
it was sleeting and snowing during the half and it was colder during the full. I didn't run the full that year, but it was nasty. But most of the time it's better weather than St. Louis. So you get a break from the weather. But what it is for me now, it's like a big family reunion. I get to see my friends that I, you know, from all over the country, all over the world, actually, that, mm-hmm. you know, you get to see a few times a year. You get to see them maybe in November, January, February, April, you know, if you're lucky a couple of times throughout the year, but we all get together. We do this crazy thing. We're standing in a parking lot at three 30 in the morning, getting ready to run shivering. And uh, you know what, you know, pain brings camaraderie, I think. And that's what brings you back. And it's also the overall experience. It's Pelkey, it's Riley, it's Carissa. It's the fun, you know, leading up to the races, the, the uh, star spangled banner, the fireworks, the, you know, getting in your corrals, getting nervous. I get so nervous before the races. I mean, all four mornings of the dopey, I'm about to throw up, every, you know, even the 5k, I'm, about, oh, I'm so nervous, but then, you know, crossing the line, like sign me up, <laughs> like they <laughs> should have the registration for the next year, like right there, you know, 10 feet past the finish line. Everybody <laughs> would sign up. It's, it's the whole thing. You know, it, it's not even the medals or anything like that for me. It's just the, it's the experience of being there and being, it's more of the people I'm with. I mean, yeah, Mike is spot on. Like uh, for me, it started exactly the same way. Like I'm a guy in mid Michigan where the sum, the winners are just so brutal. And like, what's this thing that they, the, at Disney does in January? What? That's a race weekend. Like sign me up. I don't want to be in Michigan, <laughs> like in the middle of January or the early parts of January. That's why I do princess too. Um, it's just that escape from the weather. Um, and you put a Disney bow on top of it, like sign me up, but it has really transitioned over the years. Right. Um, hanging out with Mike. I mean, you know, we're 500 miles apart. You know, the only times we ever hang out are really on Disney trips. You know, I've been to his house a couple of times, but like, it's very rare that we get to hang out. And, you know, I mean, now with my daughter a little bit older, she doesn't come down for marathon weekend because it's harder to pull her out of school and being a sophomore, you know, you got to be locked in. So marathon weekend now is like me and my wife come down. Mike's normally solo. So it's cool for the three of us just to, just to hang out, you know, it's like, we just like this year, we're going to be hanging out at Oakey West, just hanging out at the pool and just, chatting and like not really worried about the parks it's just more time to just hang out with friends and oh yeah we got a race we have to do every day but (laughs) but i try not to think about that four days in a row just knock that out real quick so we can have fun (laughs) so we know mike's not a big costume fan what about you scotty g you doing costumes what's your your take on those so people people laugh about me i have kind of i kind of have a weird trademark with uh with my running outfits um I, i I prefer to golf than run. Let's be real. Like, and I'm terrible at golf too. Like I'm just, let's, let's just base it. I'm not really talented at much. I like to do a lot of things, but I'm not like extraordinarily great at it, but golfing is more my thing. So I run in golf polos. That's, that's what I'm comfortable with. That's what I like to do. And you never know, you might finish a race. Like, you know, with, with dopey, you know, we're starting those races super early in the morning. Like I might be done by six, seven, eight a.m. Someone might call me up with a tea time. Boom, I'm ready to go. I'm in my golf outfit. You know, always got to be prepared for a round of golf. So, but yeah, I've done costumes, and, and don't don't yeah, don't let Mike fool you. He's done costumes before. We've done we've done Woody and Buzz, and we've done he does his hot dog thing every now and then. So I've been known to kind of do some costumes. I do more of like a Disney bounding. So like. Mm-hmm. One year, like I, I dressed up as Mickey Mouse for the full. Like I wore, I wore, I wore the white Mickey gloves for twenty six point two miles. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, and then I had like the mouse ears on, you know. So and I, I did the color bounding. So I do a lot of that. Like if the medal is gonna be, you know, Donald. Like last year, I wore like the Donald bow or whatever, and like a blue polo shirt and stuff. So I'll do bounding kind of stuff, but uh, not usually like hardcore costumes. 
Yeah. You know, Scott, I'm glad you said that. I was about to throw the challenge flag because I remember some costumes. I remember Toy Story. I remember the, yep. uh, the hot dog. I remember Mike running by me saying, I, I'm so hot in this hot dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> he's done, he's done um, like uh, Tinkerbell wings too uh, during Princess yeah. before. Hated yeah. those. They beat me up for <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> and you've yeah. done Buzz Lightyear wings too, I think. Yeah. So, Mike, yeah. you you kind of partake in this sometimes for the shorter distances. Yeah, you, I, I'll, you I'll, yeah. I'll have a costume for this marathon weekend for one of the races at least. Uh, you're gonna have fun, right? I mean, why not? Yeah. We'll try it. We'll see what we can pull out. Because uh, Mallory bought something and she didn't send it back to Amazon, so I'm gonna try it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything, but it's a stupid costume, so I, you know, it's never been worn. So I figure, why not take it to marathon? Hold <laughs> on, <laughs> then you just leave it, it behind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Look, like a, look like a dork out there, you know. So we'll see. Throwaway costume. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes to the homeless. <laughs> Some people have throwaway sweats. You have throwaway costumes. I like it. Yeah. Homeless man running around like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where Buzz is. After we moved, I, who knows? It, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. That's my favorite. That, that's one of my favorite run Disney memories, though, because that year, um, so we it was during a, the BR Guest Podcast live show where we raised a bunch of money. And I remember Mike Bankhead called in and said, if we hit the X dollar this hour, I'm telling you, Roman and Scotty, they got to they gotta do a costume. So Mike and I kind of, I think, I think I was at the hotel room the night before, like leaving like a park soup and fly. Like, Hey Mike, what should we do for costumes? Right. We're running in three days. So we ordered, just, just went on Amazon and ordered those. And we were staying at the beach club, I think that year. So we tried them on like in the atrium, you know, we were having like a meetup and then Paige saw us. And she's like, well, that's not fair. I want a costume. So I remember we had to do like a one hour delivery yep. for, for, a, uh, for a Jesse outfit. But that is one of my favorite memories. Like there's this shot of us like on the boardwalk. Um, I mean, there's like no one inside. It's just the three of us. Like we're in sync with like our feet and our stride, man. We just look, we look like good. <laughs> we look good. It's so Photoshopped. <laughs> no, but it was a miracle. Job. And then we did the Andy's coming bit, like back at the boardwalk. Remember like in the lobby, like Paige wanted us to just fall yeah. down and do like Andy's coming. That was a fun little photo too. So we'll yeah, have some fun with it. Real quick about that weekend. That was the weekend though. That the, that the was it the half that was canceled? Yeah, that, that was, was the weekend. weekend. That was the next day. That was the greatest, though. And, you know, I think that just kind of brings it all around that we don't know what this marathon weekend is going to bring. It could bring bad weather. It could bring, you know, all kinds of circumstances. Yeah. And at the time, it was devastating news. I remember we were sitting in Mexico having at the outdoor Mexico restaurant, you know, when we got the news that they canceled the race. And we were devastated because we'd run into Pelkey at, at the hotel about an hour before. Like, is the race going to be canceled? He's like, no, I don't think so. Boom, canceled. So we're like, what are we going to do? We decided we're all going to run it like at midnight. Well, we decided <laughs> we were in a beach or boardwalk. We were saying a boardwalk because we were looking out yeah. on the boardwalk because everybody's going to run around the boardwalk at midnight, right after midnight to get it done. And so we're like, We'll meet you down there at the boardwalk, it, even if it's raining. So we looked down to like 1145, man. There was like a wicked thunderstorm. And God bless him. Mike Bankhead's like the only one that showed up. And he's out there running in this thunderstorm. I mean, with lightning, Florida lightning. Oh, Somebody's going to get killed. Like, we didn't even go outside. We were looking from our hotel room. I was like, you got to be crazy. But I was like, here's the good news. Mike Bankhead is such a good man. God himself will not strike Mike Bankhead down my life. <laughs> if I'm out there, I'm a dead dog. <laughs> like, dude, I am done if I'm running out there in that lightning. But Mike Bankhead, he's good. You know, like, everybody likes Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so he, and he, God bless him. He was out there running at midnight. 
Well, I remember um, we had adjoining rooms and you were knocking on like the door, like, Scott, let's get down there. And I rolled over. I'm like, nope, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going down. <laughs> we'll do it in the morning, later in the morning. But another fun. A funny that was a that was a great marathon weekend one of my favorites i mean the weather was cold like we had that rain there because yeah. i remember uh marathon sunday was really cold that morning windy too yeah yeah but going back to the toy story costume so this is something about my sidekick like he's very impatient okay so we're sitting at the boardwalk and we get on the bus and he doesn't want to wait through all the stops to go to yacht club and go to beach club and go to the swan because the boardwalk was like the last one so i think we stopped at the swan first or second he's like Guys, let's just get off here and we'll just walk. Because this guy, like, he just always wants to be moving. Like, he can't just sit I mean, down on a bus. Give another couple thousand steps. Yeah, yeah. he's like, we can add our step total. So <laughs> me and Paige just kind of roll our eyes like, whatever. Yeah, we'll get off here, Mike. So we get off. And then I, I think Mike was like, we can take a shortcut. We enter through here, you know. So yeah, I, we, I had just been there for a media event. I'm yeah. like, you're in this ballroom. We're just going to cut through here and it'll take us right out to the path. And we'll be yep, right so, the so we're walking down this ballroom we got all our toy story gear on boom we make this turn and there's hundreds of conventioners like in their suits and dresses and we're just walking through as buzz woody and jesse <laughs> like you should have seen the reactions on everyone's faces like they did not they didn't think there was gonna be a character meet i guess like, yeah, i know they, they're like disney's really cut back on their character <laughs> <laughs> i mean i told one lady like twenty dollars twenty dollars for a picture come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> I was like this is better than Times Square, New York. I was telling you. I mean, we, we look good. <laughs> the looks were awesome. <laughs> so you guys mentioned Mike Bankhead a couple times, and I know you've talked about this on your show several times. How did the lizards come to form? I know we're all part of the community with you that you've got set up there. How did that come to be, and how did you did you ever think it grow to what it is now? I never had any idea, and it's all Mike. I mean, it's 100% Mike Bankhead that got the, the whole ball rolling and continues to keep the, the momentum of the group together. Uh, Mike just came on the show as a listener and was doing a trip report and kind of shared his story of um, all years back in the day used to have a big running team, big running team that raised money with Deb Wills for uh, you know a lot of good causes. I think it was Avon uh, Cancer Research. It was, or I, I, it was it was a cancer research uh, foundation, but I think it got kind of big and unwieldy and Deb was kind of wrapping up her involvement and getting ready to get rid of all ears, you know, kind of wrapping up her involvement in the Disney community. So they closed up the all ears running team. And so at the time, Mike and I had been talking and I just kept telling him, I'm like, I'm so inspired by his story, how he used running with his wife and his sister and his whole family got together and they were all kind of overcoming health obstacles using running is a way to combat, you know, struggles with cancer and, you know, all these, these obstacles in life. And they also used to, for an excuse to go to Disney races, right. You know, go from South Carolina down to Florida, have some fun. And I thought that was so cool. Mike is just such a cool guy. And so he, he asked me, he's like, do you care if we like start a little running team, you know, kind of associate with your podcast and we could kind of promote it and get some people running together, like just to support each other. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know? And I, I was not a runner at the time, but I was getting, you know, I needed to get a little more healthy and I was getting sedentary. I just had Mallory, you know, it's one of those things you transition, you have a newborn child and you just, you kind of sit around a lot. You don't do a lot. So he inspired me to kind of get moving. So he's changed my life in so many ways, personally, not just physically, but he has a lot you know, physically. I lost a ton of weight initially and you know, it's, it's made me a lot more healthy physically, but it's also, he's like, he's like a mentor to me. You know, he just, he's so positive on social media, the way he interacts with everybody on the team. Yeah. You know, you're not a number, even though we have quite a few people on the team, you're a teammate. You're somebody he cares about. You know, he will take the time to hear what you need and he'll take the time to respond and, and help meet you at the, the races. 
And, you know, I just, you can't say a nice, nice enough things about Mike Bankhead. He cares about people. He wants to see people, see people succeed and do the best they can. And he's just the best friend anybody could have. And we're just so lucky to have him as part of our, you know, part of our team. It's amazing. That's great. Absolutely. Jody, you got any questions for Mike or Scotty G? I know you usually cover the costumes, but we've kind of. Yeah, thanks for with... my question, Jeff. Like... Right. <laughs> I, I, I was on a roll. <laughs> so. Do you guys, are you going to be there for the photos in the morning for all the group, group photos? Is that part of your plan this time? I know you typically are, but is that, is that part of your game plan? That's, that's tough for me because sleep is a very valuable thing to me. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Like I used to be so nervous about that bus, the bus situation in the morning. You know, like, I mean, I think we still all do it, right? We make like 16 alarms, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. like every three minutes, you know, make yeah. sure we wake up. But like I used to be like, all right, I'm waking up at 2 a.m. Then the next weekend, like, you know what? I think I think I can get 10 more minutes. I can wake up at 210, 2.15, <laughs> 2.20. Now it's like almost like three o'clock when I'm waking up, like when like the bus is almost ready. Now I have this routine where, you know, I shower the night before and all that. Like I, I sleep in my bib and I got everything ready to go. So I can just like it's like Rocky, like Rocky one. He just rolls out of bed, cracks his eggs drinks it and he's gone like that's what i do like i try to maximize as much time so that might make me a little bit later to the photo but i usually make it on time i'm not like joe or anything where he's like in epcot's parking lot at 1 30 in the morning I, i'm gonna get there a little later but i should be there for the photo. i don't know jeff jeff is always first on the bus too so he's he's first one ride ride on the bus i'm i, I used I, to i can't anymore i just can't I'm still yeah. first on the bus. So, Jody, let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'll ask all of you this because um, me and our friend Wade were talking about this over Wine and Dine. Like, are you all like those chipper people on the bus where you're just like super chatty and like, oh, no, 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 no I can't wait for this race? Because like, I'm yeah. still trying to get like an extra 15 yeah. minutes of sleep yeah, personally. Please. If you are, let me sleep. I can yeah. <laughs> Please. That's a good, good 30 minutes. You can take yeah. that. Really, really is. And there's so many chatty people. Like, I understand you're excited, but how are you this excited at 2.45 in the <laughs> morning? I'm trying to sleep. Especially on Sunday, people. We need Jeans. the rest. <laughs> Jeans, that person. <laughs> have you ever that. have you ever met Lonnie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Lonnie, Lonnie's friends with everybody on the bus by the time we get there. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm sure. He's Bonnie's actually probably driving the bus by the end of it. Let's be real. Like, and, Bonnie's uh, leading his own song and dance on the bus. You got a cheer by the end of it going. I was on the bus one time when the bus driver was wrong, was going the wrong way, and I was like, "Dude, we, we are going the wrong way." <laughs> yeah. like, get out of the way. Let me take it. Yeah, dude, you need. To, I think you, you, we're supposed to turn back there, dude. I mean, literally, that happens more often than it should. It, it really does. We yeah. all been on a bus that's gone the wrong way. It's like this, obviously going towards Universal. And I said, "Check the crazy." Go to Universal. Let's go back towards the big ball. This I mean, if they want to drop me off, if they want to drop me off at mile fifteen for the marathon, that's cool with me. Though. Like, I'll start there. As long as your bib tracks the course, you know who cares. Exactly. Yeah. But it's funny. But talking about the photos, though, it's so funny to look at those first few years, like 2014, 2015, 2016. You you see a good group, right? And like, man, like, like you look at it, like, man, Mike Bankhead and Mike Rollman, like they started this group. Look how great it is. And then every year it just evolves and gets so much bigger and bigger. We're like, you need like the super widescreen camera now to get anyone in yeah. there. We all look like dots now. Like you can't even like spot yourself <laughs> out in the photos anymore. It's just unbelievable to see like the growth of our team. And it just, it really shows like, especially marathon week. And that's when most people come out, like, 
Um, I know like when we have Star Wars, like some people will do like two races a weekend. It's just like marathon and Star Wars. But I feel like 95% of the people that are doing run Disney and our group does marathon weekend. It's just amazing yeah. to see like those morning photos. Well, and the fact that the group continues to grow like it is and that the heart of the group doesn't seem to diminish, seems to get stronger. And there aren't any other groups out there like that. Yeah. It's so, and I love, you know, when we get new people because you can learn so much from new people, you know, because I, I know nothing about running, other than just getting on treadmill every morning, you know, so it's great to have the new blood and have the right. folks who, I mean, because we have people from every, you know, perspective of running, you know, some people just walk the whole way. You got, I mean, we've had people, you know, uh, Georgia, one of our runners, he won one of the run Disney events years ago, you know, like he won, he crossed the tape, you know, like it's. That is unbelievable. You know, so I, I just love that if you just sit there, you can have a good time with great friends. And if you if you listen a little bit, you might learn something from some folks. That's what I was just, don't listen, just don't listen to me and Mike, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it when we're on a podcast and someone's like, so what's your what's the diet recommendation that you the nutrient <laughs> recommendation that you make? Like, look at me, I'm 280 pounds. Like, you don't want to listen to me, all right? When it comes to racing, or like, Mike's like a Mexican pizza, they're bringing them back. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, you wouldn't Talk believe about. how many times Mike gets asked about his shoes. Like, how many miles do you recommend on your shoes? This guy has 3,000 miles on one pair of shoes. Like, come on. No. <laughs> so. so we do have some people that are a little bit smarter than us. Um, and that those are the people that you need to go to for, for advice. Yes. It's not me. I, I'm just I'm one foot in front of the other. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> just keep going. Well, the best part I love about our community is you're never alone on the course, no matter what you're always bound to find somebody who's a lizard sure. or it could be a cheer person. It could be someone on the course. It could be, you know, you could be running next to someone and all of a sudden realize that they're a fellow lizard. It just, it's so encouraging and it really helps pull you along no matter where you are in the course. Yep. And then sometimes you get photos that don't turn out right, Scotty G. <laughs> yeah, you do, unfortunately. And then a lot of times you get photos and then all of a sudden like the magic of Lonnie just shows up. You're like, I didn't even know Lonnie was near <laughs> like, me. He was, in, uh, he was yeah. in four corrals ahead of me. And then like, how did he show Lonnie up? Lonnie wasn't even at this race. How did <laughs> <I get> <laughs> <me>? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> He's just a magician, I tell you, Lonnie. He's good. That's my goal. <laughs> but one thing I was going to talk about too. So I talked about like my training is basically non-existent. So I was telling Mike this the other day, talking about my mental toughness. So I actually make like a game out of the marathon now. So I make a playlist. So I know like I can do a 16 minute mile and believe and beat the balloon ladies. Right. But mm -hmm. if I'm start up a little bit earlier, I could probably do a 17 minute mile. So I make, these playlists that are 17 minutes each. Um, and then I just kind of play it in order. So my goal is I have to finish, I have to hit the next mile marker before that playlist ends. And it just becomes like a game for me. And they're normally like these like pump up songs, you know, I call it like my top 100. These are like my top 100 tracks, you know, so it's going to get me pumped up and mentally tough through the race. And it's just like a little game that I play. And honestly, like, I think that's the only way I could ever finish the marathon now or else like I would just be toast without training. So something I would recommend, like think about like a little game that you can play sometimes with the with the, whatever you're listening to. I like that. I, I just like pretend like the balloon ladies are just behind me all the time. Like, yeah. that freaks me out. like, I mean, even if they're not, you saw it. I mean, we just, we saw them on a switchback yeah. finishing the full marathon. I mean, they were probably five miles behind us, but we saw them like the opposite side of world drive. 
finishing the marathon, I started like getting on you and Paige. I'm like, dude, there's the balloon ladies. Like, I do not. You can track them too. I, I know a couple of their names, so I put them in for my tracking, so I know where they're at at all times. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Yeah. <laughs> they're sweet. They're sweet ladies. Nope, not to me. Not, not, in, not in my mind. They're not. <laughs> nope, nope. You can't tell me that. I'll get to meet them there this year, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an exclusive interview live from Disney with the Ducks right? on the party wagon. Let's meet the balloon ladies. <laughs> I may have a picture with the balloon ladies. I've seen it. I mean, who fire. doesn't who who doesn't have a photo with Lonnie though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Those are my goal list, you know. Balloon lady pick. Hold on a second. Guess who Lonnie has never photobombed before? Wow. Oh, that's that's amazing. Amazing. I mean, I know it's about to come to an end. I'm counting down the days. What are we, 15 days now or whatever it is? I know it's going to an end, but I have real photos with Lonnie, but no photobomb photos with Lonnie. It's going to be crazy when you like when you take your selfie on your plane that you're flying down and boom, Lonnie's going to be right there right behind you. Like two, seats down down you or two weeks after you get home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's behind you. <laughs> Well, do Mike or Scotty G, do you have anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up the show for the night? I just, I just want to thank, uh, thank everyone for listening and just like, just keep grinding. Like I kind of, I joke like oh, I'm 280 pounds. Like I'm not really a runner. Like I kind of, and I'm, I'm not really joking, but uh, I think if you're afraid to make those first steps, like I was so afraid of it. Like it was, it was the mics that made me do it. Right. Um, I was, I was heavy. I lost a bunch of weight and I've gained a bunch of weight, but in the early days of the running for me, like I was heavy. I loved Disney. My, my boy was making a, he wasn't my boy at the time. I listened to him all the time. We didn't even know each other when the lizards were formed, but I was like, man, I love listening to this guy. Mike Bankhead is awesome. They're going to go do all these run Disney races. This could be a way I can meet them. So I'm going to do it. So I just, as Mike said, one step at a time, like you wouldn't just believe in yourself and you'll be able to do it. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't think I could do this run Disney thing, you know, just, just, just train for a 5k. You'd be amazed at how capable you are of doing these things and then they might even grow you might be doing a 10k next and signing up for all these crazy races that might not be your thing but you know just um just get out there and challenge yourself and you would just you'll you'll surprise yourself you really will so yeah it's, i echo that 100 because i remember when i was in high school so when you're you know 17 you know 15 16 17 i played high school baseball and i was a pitcher and left-handed tall dude so i got to play varsity in high school for most of the time and that was that was a lucky thing but every year during tryouts one of the ways they would cut down so into a very large suburban high school was that you had to run two miles in under 22 minutes and that was like that's how they weeded out the, the players i never ever could make that that run because i just told myself i'm not a runner i can't do it and you know, I could never make an 11 minute mile. I thought that was just like the four minute mile. You know, it was just a barrier that in my head I couldn't do. And I never did. I was lucky that they kept me on the team just because they needed a left-handed pitcher. So <laughs> it meant the rules, thank goodness, that these, you know, coaches had no ethics, I guess. But, <laughs> you know, I look back at that and, you know, I think a lot of us put that barrier in our heads, you know, that, oh, well, if I can't make this, mm -hmm. then the door is closed forever. Well, you know, I think the first time I ever did break that maybe two miles in under 22 minutes was in my 40s. You know, because I never went back to revisit running until that time. And I think a lot of people think, you know, oh, well, by the time you're in your 40s, maybe you're you're past your peak when it comes to something like doing a run Disney event or something. But I'll tell you what, I didn't even run until I hit my 40s. And I've put in, you know, literally tens of 
over, you know, I've looked on RunKeeper over 20,000 miles in my 40s, you know, so you can do it. You can start whenever you want. And it's what Scott said. It's a couple of things. It's a grind. Just, just put one foot in front of the other. And what Scott said earlier is so true. It's a mental challenge. It's, it's mental from the point of, do I want to get out of bed this morning and get on the treadmill? Do I want to get out, you know, throw on a couple layers and go outside for three miles, five miles, what have you. But the reward is there, you know, that it, it, and also, if you think about it, you're inspiring your kids. You, you know, even if you have teenagers, teenagers are hard to ever get feedback from, you know, I'm a parent, I have two daughters and the thing is, they're never going to say, Oh, good job, dad. You know, it's cool to see you, but I'm hoping that I'm setting an example that, you know, hard work, even when you're old and your knees creak and, but, but you're consistently getting out there putting in work. And I hope that that's a lesson that they're seeing, even if they're not saying anything or giving feedback on, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, you know, at least you're setting an example out there. And then when you get to these run Disney events, you get to have, you know, like I've said for many years, these are kind of the, the victory laps. These are the fun, you know, like you've already put in the work on the treadmill yeah. and in your neighborhood, you know, that was the hard times, you know, five thirty in the morning around your lake or around the neighborhood. That's the boring, terrible yeah. stuff. In you most know, cases, though, Mike, sorry to yeah, interrupt. It yeah. is the victory lap. You and I joked yesterday because I think Jody did it, right? You did your mock dopey. We're just going to wait to do our mock dopey <laughs> and the first week of January. <laughs> we're past the point of no return, but we said, you know yeah. what? I mean, everybody did their mock dopeys and smiling, you know, complaining. It was kind of hard. It was freezing. You know what? But I mean, like everybody did it like this past weekend. We're just going to do that over marathon weekend. Right. <laughs> right. Call it a mock and real dopey and just get yeah, the medals. Yeah. That's how I'm going to do my social media. I'll be like, mock, mock dopey day one complete. Oh, they gave me a medal too. <laughs> yeah. We're smarter than the average, uh, you know, bear. That's how you do it. But no, we appreciate you having us on because it's so fun to talk with you guys because, you know, we've all met down there at the races and we're going to get to do that again here in a couple of weeks. And, it, you know, like I've always said, it's like a family reunion and we all get each other through the experience because we laugh, we cry. We get blisters, we get cramps, you know, but, but somehow we always, uh, we support each other. We make the best of it and we'll do it again. And I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this again. Absolutely. So Jody, do you have the schedule for what we got coming up for the final week of training? Can you believe this? It's going to be the last, one of the last times I hold up the schedule. It's so sad. So week 27, we are finally there. This is nice and easy again, a 45, 45 and a seven. And then it's time to pack the bags show up and get ready to high five all your friends at the start line. It's exciting. It's coming I fast. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's next week's recording midweek, Lonnie, that we're saying oh, we did that one. Oh, You're okay. early. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, again, guys, we appreciate you coming on talking with us tonight and taking time yeah, out of your busy schedules during the holidays and going through this. We really do appreciate it. And on behalf of the Ducks here and all the rest of our listeners that are listening and tuning in, getting ready to head down for Marathon Weekend, um, we just like to tell everybody that Ford is a pace, and we'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. All righty. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs>
It's not that hard. They're like two buttons. Start and stop. That's all the buttons. It's something I always thought like start. Exactly. If Gene can figure it out, you know, it's pretty easy. Gene didn't even say anything and he's already taking heat. Mike, I'm gonna just tell you, man. With friends like I have here, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't need enemies. Hey, this is my this is my Monday every week. Like, <laughs> but usually it's Ricky and it's her animals. Mike says they get off my lawn in a second. <laughs> I have gotten old like fast. I mean, it just like it went off a cliff. I was like 21, 21, 70. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby. What's up, Ricky? What's up, Ricky? <laughs> I deserve it. I deserve that. Poor Scotty G. You're one take Scott. Yeah, I am one take Scott. <laughs> Hashtag one take Scott.